This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and joined by my co-host and fellow chef, drunk, and servant, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the final season, the psychological horror series, Servant. This is created by Tony Vazgalop and executive produced alongside with M. Night Shyamalan, who served as the showrunner. We watched this show back during the pandemic, and we got through season one, season two. We reviewed that. We did season three. Patiently waited for season four, which was announced to be the final season. This is one of those shows that I will say before we get to our review. It was one that, even though it's not what I would say, like the A-plus shows, Mm -hmm. it's something about it that keeps you watching. I love being in this world, the way that they, the color tones, the... The use of music, the use of camera, the characters. There's something about Servant that's fun to watch. And uh, we're excited to check out season four. So we are going to talk about some spoilers today. Spoiler warning. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen the actual whole season, go watch it, unless you want us to ruin it for you. But uh, Taylor, where do we kind of leave off with season three and going into season four, the final season of Servant? Leanne has started, you know, she's she's left this this church cult and she's, you know, been kind of on edge because she was like, you know, they could come and take me anytime, but she's kind of fought off every, you know, attack or anything that's happened. And she's kind of started to garner uh, her own like cult itself. You know, there's a lot of these uh, homeless people and stuff that started living out there and they were all like church members that kind of defected, but everything's going well with the Turners, except 
Dorothy, who's starting to really like, I don't know about Lynn. I don't, I don't feel right about her. You know, there's this weird, she's starting to know this weird obsession and it all comes to head where she's like trying to do everything she can to get rid of Leanne and Julian, her husband, Sean are like, no, no, it's fine. And it ends in this very dramatic ending Yes, where she's literally at the top of the stairs trying to get Jericho. And next thing you know, she falls Yeah, like four flights and we're left. She's at the down on the ground and we don't know if she made it or not. And it was like, what the, yeah. So we're left on that note. And then of course, season four, we, you know, didn't know what was going to happen with season four. Dorothy was fine, but she, you know, is a recovery and literally like, I, I, I can't be around Leanne. She's like, I'm literally a prisoner in my own home. And that was, you know, talking about the, the themes and everything of the show you did so well was the claustrophobia of the show where it's all pretty mm-hmm. much in one location. You just feel like you are trapped along with the Turners. So, but yeah, we're left with this, you know, starting the beginning of the season, you know, Julian's been kind of dating Leanne and he's kind of like, and like, you know, whatever Sean is at the height of his career, he's back to doing this job where he's kind of like a, a Gord Ramsey kind of chef in his competition show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jericho's doing well, but Lee, um, the F out of my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so great. But uh, Dorothy, so funny. Dorothy, she's like kind of rock bottom, so to speak. And the, I think the biggest thing for her is she's going to be coming back to that house. And because of her condition, she can't really be there for Jericho. She, you know, if she hears him crying in the other room, she can't just get up and go get him. She is literally paralyzed right now. She's in, you know, bedridden. And Leanne has always kind of stepped in to kind of replace this motherly role, you know, being that she was hired to be like a caretaker. And yeah. And so it's frustrating, I think, for, for Dorothy. And I mean, the season starts off with a bang. I mean, you have, you know, with everyone outside the house, it's just Leanne there. We've known this, these church members are planning these attacks to get Leanne back to the church. And this was a great, like, first uh, episode where she does get attacked and she ends up hiding in this car. And again, that claustrophobia where they keep, you know, patting on the windows and she's trying to use the car horn or something to. And it's this creepy element where now it's like. It's not just these people that are dressed kind of like in that uh, Pilgrim times that we see. You know, <laughs> yeah, it could be anybody, anyone, any, could, you know, yeah. a jogger could be. Which this that was a key scene. We had this lady who was jogging, and she turned around and and she threw this like acid on Leanne's face, and yeah. it was very creepy. And then again, with the whole theme of the show of is she some demonic force? Does she have powers? Then all these pigeons start attacking these members of the church gouging eyes out scratching them running into them and it was a very cool scene you know she's all menacing like yeah so again it's like does she have powers and this is what the whole theme of the show's been is is it real or somehow she's controlling what what is she and you know there's a point in the show where uh sean's like what are you we will yeah we will get to that eventually um, which is great that it does. But yeah, Dorothy's back. And um, what I thought was a, a a great use of characters was they hired these two caretakers to yeah. <laughs> help Bev and Bobby, um, who 
were fantastic actors. I mean, Barbara yeah. Kingsley played Roberta, known as Bobby, and then Denny Dillon played Beverly as Bev. And these were great characters because you you obviously think, well, can these be people that we trust? We don't know. And uh, they clearly are already kind of getting into Leanne's way. She doesn't trust them. She doesn't like them. And really, at first, they were just kind of like sweet old ladies that were like, it's what's best for the baby. Like, I, yeah. the one girl had such a funny voice. And, and I looked her up. She's been a long time Broadway actress and done a lot of stuff. Uh, but I love that that was kind of the next setup for kind of our first next creepy moment was, okay, well, you know, Dorothy's realizing none of the stuff that's working. We've been doing this for weeks. I've been doing these stretches. I've been doing these exercises. Nothing. I can't stand and I get so pissed off. Yeah. And one of them suggests, well, we could do an alternative thing. What about a seance? Mm-hmm. What if we try to, you know, contact, use it, be a medium? This was a cool, creepy scene because I like that, you know, they all use things that are, um, you know, things connected to them. And then Leanne, like, bursts in and she's like, why don't you do me too? And she's, you know, and there's some, there was some great creepy moments. And again, it's nothing that the show's never really, like, horror to the point of like you know there's there maybe an occasional jump scare or something but it's meant to be unsettling yeah i think more than like <laughs> you know kind of thing oh yeah and that's what i think where the show really does work you know yeah and that that that's that's where this show you know constantly i feel like you're left in this you're left in the dark so to speak many times where you're just like what it I want answers. And I think that's what was so great and juicy about how they did this episodes, 10 episodes every season. And they're each, you know, about 30, 35 minutes, maybe at most. So you, you were left every, every episode is a cliffhanger. And, you know, we've got from the birds and then the seance, and then there's, oh my gosh, the, the, the next, one of the great scenes of, you know, creepiness that I think they really up the factor with, you know, one of the seasons, a lot about the food, this was a lot of animals uh, in this season. Um, there's this great scene where, um, you know, Jer- her little birthday for Jericho and Leanne just is like losing it this whole season. She's just like, she's losing control and she's kind of like freaking out. So there's this whole like birthday party with him, like with goats and, you know, animals and stuff like that. And everything starts going nuts. The animals are start going crazy. Like this one goat's like running and trying to like break the window of the door. I was like, oh my God, this is getting like intense. So you're kept wondering like, what is going on? Is is it really her or the, there can't be all this happenstance. That's what, that's what you're like. It's, and that's, that's kind yeah, of, is it almost... whether you're religious or you believe in like some sort of mm-hmm. higher power, it definitely shakes you every episode, the season, especially. I also love that this season we get a little bit of Leanna's John Wick um, because uh, there's the, yeah, the zoo scene, but also uh, the previous episode was the kind of the big dinner party. And this was actually, was kind of a funny episode as well, where Sean and Dorothy are trying to scope out and be detectives and they're not very good at it. And they invite, you know, they, they know that at least a couple church members have moved into one of the houses on their street. And so they could be hiding in broad daylight and, you know, trying to ask questions like, do we like the Bible? Are we pro Bible? What's going on with that? Like, I just, I thought some of the dialogue was great, but Leanne does get attacked upstairs. And again, you have to remember, this is a four story house. So like, if you're way up at the top, no one's really going to hear you downstairs. And she's almost being, you know, 
they're gonna try to put this stuff on her and she just John Wicks herself to get out and she ends up killing all three of these and it was actually really really creepy because they had the baby like in the bathtub yeah and it was just like the baby was watching and I was like what the hell is this scene and then I love that she has from the previous season she's made a connection with the people that live out in on the streets and she's kind of like they're you know these are former members of the church that have all escaped yeah and she's like literally just like a John Wick movie she calls them up she's like we got three on the third floor. Clean it up. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the cleaners. Yeah, damn. Okay, <laughs> badass over here. Um, but a key moment was with the zoo scene. Um, you know, Julian has not had trust of these two nurses, and we did have that really really funny scene where he discovers one of their pleasure boxes, if you will. <laughs> oh my um, god, that was comedic gold. Just the way that all the all the vibrators kept going off, and he's like, God. Damn it, it was so yeah, funny. Rupert Grant. Oh man. But, um, you know, Leanne and I think it was Bobby, I think it was the one. Um, you know, she's attacked her done the seance trying to find the scars or something, doesn't see anything. And then eventually they go down to, you know, there's a whole little extra room down in kind of outside of the house that the two nurses are staying in. That's where Leanne was originally supposed to stay, but she decided to stay in the house instead to be closer to the baby. Yeah. And we realized that one of them is a former member of the church and she's whipping herself and she's like, I couldn't even imagine how you can live in such lavish, you know, riches like this. And she's whipping herself because they're not supposed to live with a bunch of stuff like that. And she's going to, you know, kill her with this dagger. And we've seen this dagger before throughout the show. And it was such a well shot scene when Julian runs in to like save her and even you know Sean's like let it happen like Sean and Dorothy have been like we want to have these people take her and the nurse her whole hand is holding this dagger and she's almost like frozen yeah and she's just like burning and her hands growing bigger and bigger and her throat starts and she just collapses and so you think like did Leanne do that and this all led into Episode seven, where we get one of our favorite characters back, Uncle Georgie. Oh my God. George is back. And this was a cool, I thought it was a great episode where it was like, all right, you want the answers? Here we go. Although the episode ended in a way where I was like, is that really the answers? But he does this whole talk with Sean and Julian about what really Leanne is. And he's like, I'm leaving the church. I think we've done enough damage, especially to your family. I want to come clean, clear my sins, mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you about Leanne. And he basically tells them that the entire time, there is no powers, there's no, you know, she's just a normal girl. And everything has been, you know, happenstance, or like, and then they start asking questions, like, okay, we'll explain, what about the baby? The baby would be alive when Dorothy was in the house, and it would be a doll again, and stuff. And then he, he shows passageways, and it's yeah. like, okay, well, what about when this happened? And you know, what about the cracks in the floor? And, you know, he, and George is kind of coming up with some kind of answer for everything. Yeah. And even when he was all saying that, I was like, I don't believe this man. Yeah. I was like, something's off about this. And even the way the episode ended, he's like back to whipping himself. And he's like, bring her back to me, please. Yeah. I was like, okay, so what the what the and, hell is going on here? And I love, I love Rupert Grint's little comment. Julian's like, oh, look at it. Got a new haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Like his commentary. And I love, you know, earlier 
Julian sees that Sean has been reading this book about the devil and demons and kind of the false tale, the fallen angel. Yeah. So he he's he's already thinking that there's something with that going on. And so now we kind of get into the wrath of Leanne. Leanne's kind of going off the really the deep end now. And uh, this is where uh, all of our main characters get injured in this uh, episode eight tunnels. And uh, I thought that one that one moment when, uh, you know, she confronts her uncle George and the, the like heated up knife and <laughs> she gives him the old. Uh, you remember the movie Hot Fuzz? Yeah, when he when he falls on the little steeple, yeah. When he, yeah, give that to Uncle George, but not the kind where you survive it. Oh. You don't just get ice cream, you know. Ooh, George gets gets his upcomings. He uh, she stabs him right through the bottom of the chin. Um, and yeah, Leanne's done some damage this season. I mean, even like on Halloween, they had that great Halloween episode, and she thinks that someone's gonna attack her, and uh, she breaks that kid's arm. Oh God, like, that was oh, brutal. She tried to scare you, and I was like, "Ow, shit!" That was that was a lot. That's a Halloween he won't forget. But in this episode of Tunnels, the three main characters are trying to like escape from her, and uh, again with concern of is this real? Is this not? At one point, you know. Sean has a knife and this huge wind blast happens and it ends up you know, blowing his arm. So it ends up stabbing him and Julian gets, uh, you know, stabbed as well. It's like, they're, just, they're all injured and Dorothy, of course, can't do anything. She's on the floor crawling. Yeah. She doesn't know what's and happening. Julian and Sean, have, you know, having to go to the hospital and now Dorothy's left alone in the house with mm-hmm. Leanne, her favorite person on the planet. Um, and we we've seen hints of we saw hints of this in earlier seasons, but Dorothy going back through tapes and realizing that Leanne has been someone she's met before and has been around for a long time. Yeah. I thought that was actually a great kind of revelation. Like we already knew there was something up when like, wait, she did this beauty contest, you know, mm-hmm. when she was like maybe seven or eight. And so that's maybe the first time she met Leanne, but didn't know who that, you know, she's doing her job. But then to see these scenes where, you know, she's talking to a guy at the news station. He's like, go a year later, same day, go to this time. And she's like looking through the footage and she sees Uncle George holding Leanne like in the distance. And then yeah. again, this to me was very M. Night Shyamalan. I, I loved the creepiness of this where it's like they've been watching them every year on the same day, getting mm-hmm. dressed up. As if Leanne has always been meant to be a part of this family. That yeah. like she longed for that. That was kind of creepy. I thought that was a good like twist there in a way. But this whole show, one of the moments we've been waiting for mm-hmm. is Dorothy to finally come to understand that she was the cause of Jericho's death. And this 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 episode was great. Yeah, this has been for some time she and you talk about her remembering there's been flashes throughout the seasons where she's like i don't remember that part of time you know she's you know she lost all this you know bit of time and the fact that she's been so willing to accept when jericho was this reborn doll and then when he apparently miraculously was fine and so i think it was really great that you know she's able to coordinate with sean and julian they're out of the hospital and they meet in the car in the same spot in the same location where Jericho had died. And mm. finally, 
and this is talk about camera work. This is so intense where we just focus on um, Dorothy and it's kind of that pull away shot as there she's realizing and they're trying to slowly like tell her like, okay, do you remember what happened? And so they're all kind of coming together. And when she finally realizes and remembers everything, it is just so intense that she's like clawing at them, trying to get out of the car. And then they're out in the streets and they're just holding her. And she's just trying to come. So it's, oh man. Oh, it was just that acting. And that moment was just so intense. I was like, wow. And it, it, it couldn't have come at a better time to just the kind of the penultimate, you know, episodes where it's like, okay, this is, this is finally happening. And then they go and can, and, you know, obviously the episode's titled awake. So it's very fitting. They go to approach Leanne about it and like, oh, it's all over. You know, she knows, but all you see is Dorothy's face. And it's almost like the the angel and the devil, where mm-hmm. Leanne's like, "What are you talking about? Here's your like." And it was Jericho as the baby, as the like, "Wait, see, he's right here." And like, "See, I can take the power away." And they're like, "No, you know, we know." And so this whole moment where they're like, you know, back and forth, and Dorothy's like, you know, and she's like, "I can offer you a better life, like just with me and Jericho." And then it just ends, mm-hmm. and it's left on such a good cliffhanger until we get to the finale. Yeah, it was a very powerful episode. And, you know, there's been this big storm brewing at the same time. And, you know, the thought that that's something else that Leanne has uh, caused. And the finale, you know, really picks up with the two of them. They they have this whole confrontation on the roof and it's, it's raining and it's windy and it's crazy. And it was actually really a sweet moment where Dorothy, like, forgives Leanne. Is like, look, I've done some bad things. You've done some bad things, but there's like this forgiveness and understanding of why, why Leanne wanted to be so badly part of this, this, you know, family. And, and it was, it was a great scene. And I guess in a way it wasn't like we were going to get this confrontation of like fighting or like, you know, some dark spirit comes out of Leanne and, and you know, it's, that that was never what the show was about. It was about the humanity and, 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 you know, even with all this stuff that's happened, and it does come off very supernatural, there's kind of an understanding to it all. And so Sean and Julian with Dorothy are kind of realizing that I think it's time to to move, to kind of get out. And I love this kind of scene where we, we start to realize that Leanne is deciding to end her life. And, you know, she had the whole fire from 13 years ago with her parents. And you could tell that this is something that's weighed on her. And she has this phone call with Toby. And it's a really sweet moment where it's one of those things where we've seen we've seen this in movies and TV before. It's like, you know, like in the office when uh, Michael Scott and Jim are like, you know, we'll have that lunch tomorrow, even though he knows that he's not he's leaving that day. He sets up this date and Leanne's like, can't wait, let's do it tomorrow. And it's like very sweet. And then in a fitting turn, she pours oil like all over the house and she takes the Jericho doll and she burns it. And a huge fire is starting to go and she's kind of having this like dance moment in her room and she's kind of talking. You know, she's had those mannequins that have kind of served as like her mother figure, you know, for someone to talk to. And she's talking about her mom. And you have 
Julian with Dorothy and Sean outside and they're they're seeing that there's a fire going on and they realize that there's nothing they can do at this point. It's 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 too far gone to go in and try to save Leanne. And Leanne stabs herself. She cuts herself on both her arms. And that was very that was like she's so she's really having this whole moment to to finish it off. And then she uh eventually the floor she's on, the the you know, walls crumble and she falls into the fire. And then it's like the next day and you see like this kind of reminded me a little bit of like uh a series of unfortunate events. It was like only the house kind of burned down. The other houses were kind of like fine. Like the fire stopped with just that house. Almost in a way did the the did the evil, you know, end. And uh we get that Sean and, and Dorothy they're, they're you know talking to this officer. It's the same officer that talked to Dorothy the day Jericho had passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, one guy's like, hey, you know what? You're going to have insurance and you guys can do it up again, you know, fix whatever you want. And he's like, I don't think we're going to come back. I think the understanding that they're going to move and not stay in, you know, the area anymore. And the show almost felt like, oh, this is going to be a little happy ending and that's it. No, we get one last little twist. Yeah, we do. And this was a great one. Uh, this is one actually was like, almost wish like, maybe we could get a spinoff of this if they'd ever do it. But Taylor, the final big twist of Servant. Officer Reyes, who, you know, we've seen, you know, several times and she was there when Jericho had, had died and whatnot. Yeah. She approaches Julian and she's talking to him and she mentions, you know, getting a second chance at life. And, you know, he doesn't realize what she's talking about. And then he, there's a flashback to when he did die and where Leanne seemingly brought him back to life. You know, he's like, oh, now you have a, you know, greater purpose. So he's kind of like unsettled by that. And he looks, he turns around, he sees his reflection and it looks like angel wings, but it's, it's from a mural behind him. But now he's left wondering, you know, implying that maybe he's going to be another part of the cult. And so it's kind of like, because again, we, we are still left with that answer. It was Leanne really supernatural. Was she not? Because again, Jericho is just the baby. We, we never saw, we never found out where the other baby went, if that was. Mm. So it's left on this big cliffhanger that, okay, maybe Julian is the next servant, so to speak. Yeah. And that's that's the whole idea of the name servant. It kind of like, I think it took off many, many names or many forms of like servant as someone taking care of the house or a servant of God or, you know, so very interesting ending. And I'm really glad because I think, you know, Chris and I said this before. For a show that, you know, at, at a time, especially towards season three, where like, you know, where is this going and whatnot? Um, it really did a good job at sticking the landing in true M. Night Shyamalan fashion. The characters, the casting, it just really worked. And it just really, this is where M. Night Shyamalan really, you know, as him not just being the sole you know, creator, but as showrunner, I really want to see more of him and more stuff like this because this was just very, very massively. Yeah, I mean, there was a point where like, how many how many episodes can we watch of this? these cracks in the walls happening yeah. and no explanation? You know, we're gonna eventually, you know, get to a point here. And I did love that scene when Julian did fall into the the, the water crack and the, and the wine fell on him. That was very fitting as yeah. he's the alcoholic of the group. But yeah, I mean, the show is it was something I love to watch, even if not every episode was like the most satisfying. But yeah, the way it was filmed, the claustrophobic nature, the color palette—it's all these dark blacks and browns and. 
the acting is phenomenal and there's something that yeah i think the show when it when it keeps you guessing that's the best kind of version of a psychological horror type movie or show where you're not left with 100% of an answer and you have to kind of go, well, maybe that was just happenstance, but there's some things that don't really make sense that aren't explained. Maybe maybe Leanne did have the force and we just didn't know it. So for all of that, I think season four did a great job. It really built the tension. There were some great moments and I think it had a great payoff. So for me, Servant season four, I'm going to give it like a 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Um, probably an eight out of 10 for the whole series, but we really enjoyed it. It was, uh, came out at a perfect time for us starting this podcast. One of our first big reviews, uh, that we've done of the show and, uh, we hope you enjoy it as well, but you can check out all four seasons of servant streaming exclusively on Apple TV plus. And that was this edition of potential picks. Thanks for listening to the potential podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the potential podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.